You know, as a pastor, I love passages like today. I mentioned earlier, I like, you know, I like sermons that kind of punch you in the gut. So passages like this are, they're tough. You know, they're, they're, they're real. They're convicting. But the reality is, I think we often don't, at least we leave here feeling like, okay, great passage. How, how do, what do I do about it? How do I apply? They're like, I want to be more generous, but what does that look like? What do I, what do I do? Like you're willing to help people out if you just knew of the need. And I know there are people in this congregation today who have financial needs. Like life has thrown you a curveball and you have no idea how you're going to get out of it. Right? You've been crying to the Lord for help. Lord, I just need deliverance. I know financial needs seem so petty in your eyes, Lord, but Lord, you know what I need. So here's what we're going to do as a church. For the rest of the book of Acts, if you have a financial need, I want you to write it on a sheet of paper. On the other side of that paper, I want you to write your name. Okay? And I want you to pin it to that prayer board right back there in the back wall. No one's going to know who you are because your name's on the other side. And I just want you to pin it to that back wall. Electric bill, 150 bucks. No one will be able to see that it's there. They'll just read electric bill, 150 bucks. And there, there are a couple prerequisites to that. I don't want you to put a card up there unless you've been praying about it. Okay? Like, I, I, I want this to be something you've been seeking. And you can start praying today. And the next week, put the card up there. But you've been truly crying out to the Lord. And the second thing is, I don't want to see anybody's vacation up there. <laughs> All right? I don't want to read anything up there that says trip to Paris, five grand. Or, you know, Lamborghini car payment, $3,200. Like, this is... Keep in mind the ramification of lying to the Lord. All right? I'm not saying we're going to do anything about it, but that's, that's his business. And then for those of you who say, you know what? I can meet that need. I want you to look at the needs back there. And I want you to write out a check. Creekside Church, 150 bucks. And in the memo line, just write electric bill. That's all you got to do. Put it in there. We'll have a couple... We'll have one elder, one deacon who will kind of grab all of those. We might even reach out to you if you put your name up there. Just, I mean, this money was laid at the, the apostles' feet, and they distributed it to people who had need. So if you're going to put a need up there, we may call you. We may meet with you just to see if we can help you, if we can pray with you. There's other things that we can do. But as a church, I want to make sure needs are met. I don't, want to, I don't want to go through this whole study of Acts and read stories like this and read churches that met needs and then not do anything about it. Like, I don't think we'd be good shepherds if that's what we did. And then if you say, look, I don't, I don't know about the board, I don't know about needs, but I do want to help. Throughout this entire study of Acts, if you just write Acts in the memo line, we'll know that you want to meet needs. So if you write a check for 500 bucks and write the word Acts, and there's needs up there, we'll meet those needs with that check. Because I think it's really important for you to know, number one, that the Lord loves you, but that you can depend on your church family. And when you have a need, a legit need, that people can help you out. And maybe it's emotional needs. You don't have to put your name up there. Man, I'm, I'm going through this. I'm going through that. Walk over there and look at that need and say, I went through that too. I can help that person. Looking for somebody to disciple me. I can disciple somebody. 
Maybe I can meet that need. And then when it relates to outside the church, the other thing I want to do is I want want us to help people outside the church. Because it's really odd, I think, to people who don't follow Christ when the church is generous. Like truly generous. I mean, you see a lot of people who are willing to give their time. You see a lot of people who are willing to give their talents. But it's, it's, it's few and far between the people that are actually willing to donate their money. Right? It takes a lot of Jesus to give your money. And I'm not talking $20 Salvation Army at the end of the year. I'm not talking, you know, these. I'm talking giving until it hurts. I stay in hotels a lot for work. And every now and then, I sometimes I try to like avoid it. Like, Lord, don't tell me this. But every now and then, I'll be praying before I get up and go to a meeting or whatever. And the Lord will just impress on my heart. I want you to write a note to the maid who's going to clean your room. And I want you to bless her. And she's like, really, Lord? No, I, I'm just kidding. I don't do that. So a few weeks ago, I'm at a hotel in Orlando. And I wrote this lady a little note. I, I had no idea who she was going to be. I mean, 99% of the time, I don't ever see them. Because leave it in the room, get my luggage, and go. The point is not me. The point is them. The point is being obedient to the Holy Spirit. Right, so I'll leave this little note. And this is all I said. I just said, I'm praying this morning for you. And it felt like the Lord wanted me to leave you somebody. I don't know if you need it, but I know that God loves you. And I know he cares about you. And I want I know that he wants you to know that he's real. And I left a little verse. And then I'm, I'm leaving, so I put it down, put the money in there, just leave it, grab my stuff. And I'm walking down the hall, and I guess she had seen me leave. Maybe she was waiting to clean my room. And so I'm probably 30 yards down the way. All of a sudden I hear screaming. And I, I like turn around and I see this like 70 year old Sudanese lady coming out of the room. She's looking down the hall and she just says, thank you. Like she's yelling at the top of her lungs. Thank you, thank you. I don't know if she was a Christian. I don't know if she's a, I, I don't know anything about her. But I know that God wanted her to know that she was loved. Not about me. She didn't know my name. But he wanted her to know that she's loved. And so we we had these little cards made up. We want you to give these out throughout this whole study and hopefully throughout the whole life of our church. But all they say is this. On one side, they say something extra to show you God loves you. And the other side, it says, and so do we. Creekside Church. And we debated putting Creekside Church on there because, again, it's not about you. It's not about the church. It's about God. But the reality is if God is going to use what you do to speak into somebody's life and point them to him, and they want to walk a little further, we want them to walk into a loving church family who cares about them. And so on the back side, we put, and so do we, Creekside Church. We printed out a 1,000 of them. I want you to take five. I want you to take ten. And in the weeks and the months ahead, I want you to bless people. I want you to leave a big tip. Don't leave no 5% tip and leave this card. All right? I want you to leave a tip that someone could only say, Jesus loves me. Right? Like, I, 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 I can't even believe that this prayer was answered. But I know that Jesus cares about me. And leave this, all right? Pay for someone's gas. Leave them the card. Pay for someone's Starbucks. Give them the card. Again, it's not about us. It's just a little moment where someone can reflect on who Christ is. Maybe you forget the card. Maybe you just buy Chick-fil-A one morning for your office. 
little things that makes the world stop and say, wow, someone does love me. Someone does care about me. There's nothing special about the card. What's special is you being obedient to the Lord and pointing people to him. Let's pray. Lord, we love you. And I hope we just don't say that, Lord. I hope we really do. Lord, we read passages like we read today, Lord, and they're convicting, they're challenging. Sometimes we don't even know what to do. Lord, but I just pray that we would be a church that is obedient. That we'd be a church who truly does have a desire to walk in your spirit, to walk with you, and to point others to you. To tell them just how good you really are. Lord, we love you and we thank you. In your name, amen.